This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Way, the left-footed putter, puts it high in the air, and Turpin calls for fair catch. He dropped the ball, and Washington has it right, bouncing off his body. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. and That wasn't the Chargers preseason game, was it? No, there's a lot to choose from. 877-881-1053. What was the lowest point in the Cowboys' most thorough butt kicking of the season is what Jerry said this said about this. I don't know. Is that cut number 12, Reggie? Let's fire off cut number 12 from Jerry. Uh, we get to suck on that all week. And uh, if that doesn't make you want to uh, get ready to go in about six, seven days, nothing else will. And that was as uh, uh, thorough a butt kicking as we've had this year. Uh, we're going to find out if that'll get you ready or not. It uh, should with what these guys are made of. Uh, I'm, I'm frankly, they're, they're sound. They've got really outstanding players. And they're very physical, and uh, so uh, you can uh, basically uh, see a scenario where some of the physicalness that uh, were there, but uh, more important than anything is uh, 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 we get to, and I know you've heard that, and I haven't been down here, but uh, I've heard it, but uh, this one you get to come back over a bad dream and uh, get to uh, Jimmy Stewart and have, to have a wonderful Christmas. All right, come back I got it. Week. Yeah, so all of that, their physical team, that was his coded language for, I thought that team sucked and we were going to win this game. You shouldn't look that out of sorts against any opponent, ever, especially the Washington Commanders. And, you know, you could say the Washington Commanders were, like, this close to being a playoff team, even though they're inept as well. Like, from top to bottom, they're inept in a lot of different phases. Name one way. Uh, Ownership. Okay. All right. Um... Their quarterback situations, though, sound. It shouldn't, <laughs> and it shouldn't happen. And I, I can only hope that the coaches use it. Here's my my problem, Kevin. I, I just feel today, and I, I know I've been, hey, over the last couple of weeks, I've been, look, your record is this. Be happy with it. And, it. and I am happy with what was the regular season. You went 12 and four. That's awesome. Is that the record 12 there? 12 and five. Yeah, you, want, you want to add that? Crap, last let's game take in. that one away. <laughs> You I mean, the Cowboys didn't show up, so it's yeah. okay not to put it on the ledger, and, right? And that's the part of me, Kevin, that's in my that Reggie, that's really frustrating. Is what happened? What happened to? And Mike, I think this is where you are most frustrated as a Cowboys fan. What happened to being excellent? What happened to the desire to on every day that you show up on the field? We're just going to go be great, and we're going to be better than the opponent no matter what. Yeah. We're not going to let something like that happen. And that team showed up yesterday, Kevin, looking like they had not run plays together. Like they like I've never seen Dak Prescott 
and Dalton Schultz that out of sorts. And that's where I understand it's a game that you don't have to win, and it really doesn't mean anything if Philadelphia doesn't uh, wins or if San Francisco wins. It doesn't mean anything. But what what about being excellent and saying no opponent is good enough to be on the field that we're on today? And that's this team just I, doesn't have that right now. I, I wish I could remember the game, but you know I think a lot of people watch the Chiefs because they're on the national game a lot. Sure. And I can't remember. I'm looking back at their schedule. It might have been the Titans game where they won twenty to seventeen. But he's Patrick Mahomes is getting interviewed on the field after the game is over, and he says, "I played like crap. Yeah, and I can't play <laughs> like that. You got to give it to the defense. The defense won this game, and I got to play better." Then they go to the post-game show or whatever, and they show the coaches and the players talking in the locker room for sound inside the, the locker room. And Patrick Mahomes gets in front of his whole team, everybody, and says, I played like crap, but we won the game. Defense, great job. You carried us. Offense, we're going to get better. I'm going to get better. Let's go, Chiefs, something like that. And I'm like, that's when I know you're evaluating yourself correctly. Patrick Mahomes won the game. Patrick Mahomes, I can't remember. He might have made a drive late in the game to kick the field goal to win the game or whatever. But he took it upon himself to tell the media, to tell his teammates, to tell his coaches, unacceptable from me. And they won. Yeah. And so I feel like the Cowboys are horrible self-evaluators. Agree. And so now that they lost, I do like what Jerry said. I'm going to be honest. I think that Jerry sees it as, this is maybe the wake-up call that this team needed, even though he needed one, too, because he said on the radio, if you want to believe what he says, he said, we're playing great yeah. coming into this Washington game. And all of us have been saying, hey, they're winning, but don't you wish they were playing better? Like, that Houston game was pure luck. They won that game. Every other team would have beat the Cowboys by anywhere from 10 to 30 points. Very Washington-like. if they Because they played about the same as they played against Houston. They honestly didn't play much different than they did against the Houston Texans, except they played a competent NFL yeah. team, and so they lost by 20 points. I I see this on the fan text a lot, and I think that's where I am as well, is it's the, as I mentioned in Crosstalk, it's the back-to-back pick sixes, the one that was dropped, and they were like, you know what, we got something here, let's go right back to it. And they went right back to it, and then this time they got the actual pick six. I thought that was just sad, sad, sad on a day that the offense looked just awful. Awful, yep. awful, awful. So the first uh, touchdown pass by Sam Hale being his first pass, or Howell, Howell yeah. uh, being his first pass ever. Uh, wasn't no, that, a low point either. I that didn't bother me as much because it was 10. from yeah, it was from really close. That the fact that they were on the ten I irritates mean, the crap out of it me. It was turpentine. It's yeah, so- what a standout day for our special teams. Actually, I thought special teams across the board. This was the worst half of special teams play I think I'd ever seen. You had a punter drop the snap. You had your returner muff a punt. You had two missed field goals by Washington and then a missed extra point by the Cowboys. It was an all-star bonanza of errors by special teams. And so that was pretty bad. But your offense was abysmal. I heard, and I know I'm sure it caused a lot of chaos, but 
I think it was Sean who floated the idea that perhaps the Cowboys would have won that game with Cooper Rush. And then yeah. and then that started this whole big thing That's about a, that would have been a great idea. To just put Cooper Rush. Because he like they would have like at least gone, hey, we're going in there with Cooper Rush today. We're gonna we're gonna play Cooper Rush football. So it had least, a better plan than what they had on Sunday. And at least then if it would have ended twenty six to six, you wouldn't have felt like, okay, well that wasn't your first team offense that you rolled out there so things are going to be okay especially when they were actually trying they were actually trying and couldn't get it going yeah i <laughs> they got, kevin there were moments where they were like no no let's all right let's do this let's make a commitment to it we can't like yeah. coming out in the second half i think that's when kevin i was like oh, this is it when they said when i heard them say mike mccarthy said we got to make a more of a commitment to run the football and I was like, all right, let's see it. And they were <laughs> and negative yards, terrible. negative yards, negative yards. And I'm like, what is that? And they're not like this. This is I am concerned about and if Biotic isn't back, we have some problems. You're already a little weak on the right side with Tyron. Let's go ahead and admit that. Yeah. Watching him on Sunday, he wasn't prepared for that game. He doesn't look like he's a good offensive right tackle. I don't know what the problem is there. It felt like that changed so quickly too is that like that first game and then the first the second game the first game where he got like the whole run I was like hey this is looking pretty good and yeah and 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 I think you know the guy in your middle being gone whenever Biotic goes down that changes a lot of the communication across the front and everything but Kevin that, that was the moment was when they said hey we're making the commitment in the second half to run the ball so that the clock will run faster and we can go home is what I was guessing. Oh, wow. them now. But th- for to add on to it, they couldn't do it. And that's where I'm like, ma- I had some real concerns at that moment in that game. That was a low point for, for what I think has been a really good running football team all year. You know what's interesting, Corey, is you said the Hal pass. Somebody goes, for me, it was the Hal rushing touchdown. And, like, that is what, for me, it was the combined right. terribleness of the offense is I got three stats, and they just continually make me sadder. You had one first down on the first five drives, which is the least they've had in five years. Now, the one thing that could play into Brad Sham's theory is they didn't target CeeDee Lamb until the fifth drive. Is that good? No, it's okay. not, because I kept going back to watch the defense. and I They was didn't like, want Tampa to know that we have CeeDee Lamb yeah, on the team. Yeah, mm-hmm. Tampa's going to have no clue going into this game. <laughs> But CeeDee Lamb is on our team. Third and five, we just showed Tampa. We like running up the middle for two. I could not believe (laughs) that play. What are we doing? But that feeds into the logic. They had 10 three and outs, which was tied for the most in any game by any team this season. And then Dak's 37.8 completion percentage is the lowest of his career. It was just bad, bad, bad offensively across the board. Yeah, I had to text you afterwards. I was like, wait, did you say Dak was fifth in QBR coming into this? Because then I looked it up and he was 12th at yep. the end of the year, or at least during late on that Sunday no, I night think he game. still is 12th. So I was like, man, he dropped seven spots in one game? But remember, in the span of two games, he jumped up from 19th to 5th. Yeah. So he has been, which 12th feels about right to right. me because that is actually the average between 19 and 5. And okay. I was like, yeah, no, 12th feels about right because when he jumped up to fifth I was like I don't feel like he's having the fifth best season by a quarterback this year so I think 12th feels more accurate and the turnovers continue to run wild whether it was the pick six 
whether it was the turnover on downs because Brian Anger can't catch a football, whether it was Turpin muffing the punt, these these, these turnovers are why you're going to be done. I um, I can agree with that. One of the things that I'm worried about now on Monday, because watching that game, I really was, especially when Philly got off to a pretty quick lead. It wasn't a huge lead, yeah. but they got off to a pretty quick lead. And you're like, we're in, probably this game isn't going to matter. Um, but I was just thinking Tom Brady's going to watch the last three or four weeks of the Dallas Cowboys. And as long as the Cowboys don't get to Tom Brady within two to three seconds, he is going to throw the ball on whether it's 37 or 25. He is just going to find those two numbers. He's going to go, I don't care. I don't really need to read the defense. I think it's, it's funny sometimes when you're really smart you make things really simple. Yeah. And I think that Tom Brady's going to make the game plan very simple against the Cowboys on Monday night. And I hope it doesn't work out as well as it looks like it could because watching 25 and 37 or one, I don't think Kelvin Joseph is getting on the no. field on defense for the playoffs, but he's going to find, he has three numbers he's looking for. And Tom Brady's going to find that number and he's going to go, that's where the ball's going. I don't need to read everything. I just need to make sure that they're not doubling them hard. And I'm going to throw the ball on that guy. There's a good chance there's pass interference. There's a good chance we catch the ball. Like there's a good chance of a positive play. And I don't know how the Cowboys cover that up on Monday night, but I, I get the turnovers could be the downfall. But even if you don't turn over the ball, I could see where the downfall is, is that Tom Brady's smart enough to throw 20-plus yeah. times on your two numbers on that you Bell don't want on the right field. or, yeah. Yeah, or excuse me, Mullen or right. Yeah, I did not particularly love the play of Trayvon Mullen yesterday. And this is another thing that I see that people are bringing up. Damone Clark from the 214 didn't care for and the running on first down continues to infuriate yeah, them. Vanderesh needs to be on the field, man, for this defense to be at its best. Uh, there, I think are, they meant offensive running, but uh, I, I hear you. Uh, well, you said Both. Clark, and that's, but yeah, for that to to be uh, functional, you got to have him back on I the field. The good thing is, you told me Tampa's last in running the football. I yes. don't think it changed much yesterday. As no. they after I don't know one drive or a couple drives, they took out Tom Brady and, and in started, the second half. Yeah, they started playing backup. So uh, the good thing is, is two. I, I know one good thing is I remember my, one of my points. Corey you talked about how frustrated you were with Sam Howell running the ball into the end zone. I remember when that happened. I thought, well, at least in the first round, you don't have to worry about that. You. D Tom Brady can't scramble up the middle for 10 or 15 yards and hurt you. So that's one thing you don't have to worry about. The other thing, the Cowboys are bad against the run. And Leighton Van Der Esch can help that. And Jonathan and Hankins. Jonathan Hankins can help that. But in the first game of the playoffs, you do get a matchup where the quarterback can't run and the team can't, can't run. run. So you don't have to worry about that. Now, how much help can you give the minor leaguers that you're playing on defense uh, called cornerbacks on this team? Yeah, I I think we're uh, I think we're all hopeful for that. Only one time this season, Kevin. Okay, have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers lost a game and won the next game. Every other time that they've lost a game, they've something like that. Haven't the Cowboys oh, lost not lost back-to-back -back games? Yeah, there you go. That's a good one too. And so, the yeah. Cowboys are road warriors come playoff time. Okay, look, it's true. It's been thirty years. 
Yeah, but think about how many playoff, playoff games have we won on the road in our franchise history. Though. That is a good point. And the, the Cowboys last three, have lost eight in a row. 1980, 1991, and 1992, they won road games. Oh, good years. Good years. As they haven't won a road game since then yeah. on the, in a playoffs. but And it's only been eight different playoffs where that's happened. And they're only going to have to win three road games to get to the Super Bowl. Hey, you don't know. Seattle could go on a magical run. Or New York. Yeah. This is the year. Y'all Man. didn't want to believe. I, you're right. <laughs> I, that is well documented that I did not want to believe oh. that this is the year Good that Geno Smith put it all together. <laughs> we really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.